Is the Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. It is the Big Show, 5 o'clock, just after 5 o'clock here on The Zone. I'm Austin Horton here with Gordon Monson. And joining us now for our Utah Jazz Insider Report today, Derek Favors back on the big show. Welcome back, Fave. Good to have you on. I appreciate that, man. How y'all doing? We're doing good. We're doing great. Yeah, I think so. Well, yeah, last we checked. Yeah. Uh, Let's start right here. Not uh, not really basketball related, but is anything different coming back to Utah after a year away? Did it did it feel like coming home? How does it is it different at all? Um. I mean, there's a little difference, but, you know, like I told my teammates and everybody else, you know, it just felt like I took a, a vacation, just a long extended vacation, and you know, I finally just came back to work pretty much. Mm. So that's pretty much what it feels like. Derek, I remember when you were a youngster coming in and you talked about uh, what your hopes and aspirations for the game were in your career. At how What have you learned? What has what, what this whole experience taught you as as a player and as a person? Um, I mean, obviously, as a young player, when you come to this league, you know, you have aspirations of being, you know, all-stars and um, averaging X amount of points and rebounds and being like a, a superstar type player. But um, sometimes things don't go that way. So I think for me, um, now I've learned how to, how to deal with certain things, how to be patient, but also how to be a mentor to – know some of the other guys because I know, you know, throughout the locker room I have a lot of respect, so I learned how to be a more of a mentor and more of like a, a big brother type to guys on the team. And um, just learning how to just, you know, play within myself and how to be a positive on the court and kind of control things that I can control, which I think has made me a better player and, you know, also a better person. Right now, this time of year, there's a lot of uh, discussion about health and staying healthy and avoiding injury or returning from injury. You know that with Donovan and Mike Conley nursing a couple things themselves. How are you feeling uh, right now, Derek, how, going down this uh, home stretch? How is the body treating you? Oh, I'm feeling great. I'm feeling good. You know, it's always great to be home and, you know, not traveling on the plane and in hotel rooms every night, so it feels great just to be home. And as far as my body, you know, my body feels great. Um, now I'm not playing as many minutes as I was in the past, so it gives me an opportunity to kind of take care of the little things as far as my body, um, in the weight room, conditioning, icing, all that kind of good stuff. So, you know, overall my body feels great. Are you to the point now, Derek, where if you were called upon to play more minutes, you'd be fine doing it? I will be fine. You know, I always stay ready so I don't have to get ready. You know, I keep my body in shape. I keep my body healthy, mind healthy. My game is, is, is good. So, you know, if they need me to play 30 minutes, 20 minutes, whatever, no, I'll, be, I'll be ready for it. I, I told Coach Snyder the same thing about me. He wasn't interested. I, I said, I'm ready, Coach. Give me, give me a few minutes here. No, but, you know, Derek, that really is a comfort for a coach to know that a guy is there. A quality player is there for 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 whatever. And do you get frustrated? Do you want to play more? I mean, what, what's your attitude about that? 
I mean, as a, as a player, of course you want you want to play more. You know, it'd be times out there on the court where you know I want to stay on, stay in the game a little longer, or not ready to come out of the game yet. But I understand the rotations, and I understand that you know I'm playing behind Rudy, and it's my role to come into the game when Rudy comes out and kind of give him a break. So I understand that. Um, as a player, of course you want to play more, but you know me and me and Q had a talk early in the season where I told him, you know, don't worry about trying to please me or make me happy. You know, um, I understand the minutes. I understand that, you know, I came back to play behind Rudy. Rudy, And I know, you know Rudy's going to play 35 to 40 minutes a night. So sometimes it does get frustra- frustrating, but yeah, I kind of remind myself that, you know, this is what it is and I have to accept it. This is a selfish question. I'm just curious. Now that Ersan Ilyasova is on the team, have you and he talked about that moment where you uh, dunked on him and ended his life and said he can't <laughs> hang with me? We'll say, yeah. <laughs> no, uh, <that laughs> you is, haven't even brought it up. Now that me and Ersan's on the team, that didn't happen. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, it's just like no one's ever dunked on Rudy in practice, right? Yeah, That's... <laughs> yeah, yeah. It just never happened. There was just a moment in time that you know it, it didn't happen. <laughs> You know, Derek, I, I know fans appreciate you. They've always liked you. You've always been a favorite here. And uh, But uh, you coming back uh, makes makes them love you even more. Uh, it, did you come back because you thought uh, – were you comfortable here? Did you think this team was going to be as good as it's been this year? What what was going through your mind? Uh, I think it's, it's all of the above. You know, when I came back here, when I was away, you know, I, I missed it. I missed being in Utah. I missed, you know um, – being on the team, and um, you know, at the time it just it just felt right when I wanted to come back. Um, I missed the community. I missed just being out here in Utah, and I knew that the fan base had a lot of love for me, and I had a lot of love for the fan base and the organization. And it just, it just felt right at the time. And um, I mean, Utah is a, is a is a great place. It's a great place to live. A great place to raise your family. Um, the fan support here is amazing. The organization is amazing. Um, and it was just something I wanted to do. I wanted to come back and once, you know, Coach Q and Dennis called doing free agency and they gave me the opportunity, I just jumped on it. Derek, we've got just a little breaking news for our listeners. The the Jazz Health Report for tomorrow has Juwan Morgan out with a right heel soreness. Donovan Mitchell and Mike Conley will continue to sit out. But Idoka Azabuki is probable for tomorrow, coming back from a right severe ankle sprain. We saw flashes from Doak early in the season before he uh, went down with the Stars and then had the injury. What do you know about uh, Azabuki's game and, and his promise as a NBA player? Oh, man, Doak, that, that, that's my guy. You know, um, I'm always talking to him on the bench, and he always asking me questions. So I try to take him under my wing. But, um, no, he's going to be a good player. You know, early in the year during training camp when he was in the, when he was in the scrimmages and in practice, man, he's a – He's a good defensive player, got good defensive instincts. Um, he's a strong guy, too. You know, I thought I was a strong guy, so I had to box him out, and he kind of you know, got some rebounds on me. I was kind of mad about that, but I was like, man, that guy's strong. So, <laughs> man, he got a promising future, man. He works hard, um, and that's amazing. You know, the, the type of injury that he had with his ankle and for him to you know, be that close to playing already, man, that just shows how hard he's been working and. No, I'm excited for him, and I hope he get a chance to play. Eric, I'm telling you, they should be paying you what you're making as a player, and they should be paying you as like a uh, father figure for some of these youngsters. <laughs> you know, I mean, you're, oh, no. you're like you're like the principal on the team, having to teach some guys. 
No, I just try to be a big brother to everybody. You know, just give them advice and, um, you know, just try to be that, that big brother for them. There's a lot of, of talking and uh, water cooler type uh, discussion about the seeding race and whether or not it matters if the Jazz win the number one seed or if you guys will be fine no matter what seed you get. I know that the, the company line, the, the, the answer that everyone w- would like to hear from you, at least that's in the decision-making uh, positions, is it doesn't matter, we just want to play. But Derek Favors, doesn't winning the number one seed in the West, doesn't that sound pretty cool? Right, it definitely does. Um, I mean, yeah, the, the right answer would be, you know, it don't matter what position we end up, what seed we at. We uh, we just want to play and, you know, get ready for the for our opponent. But, you know, as hard as we've been working all year, um, as hard as we've been playing, being committed, being unselfish, the way that we play, you know, we, we do want the number one seed. You know, that, do, that does mean something to us. Um, I mean, especially for me, just – throughout the years being here and being at the, the lowest and being able to have a number one seed in the, in the NBA playoffs, I mean, that's that's a big thing. And, you know, that's what we work towards. Not only, you know, the number one seed, but winning a championship too. So, you know, I think we, we, we do want the number one seed and we're going to continue to play that way. And, um, you know, we'll see what happens after the season. If we, if we have the number one seed, perfect. If we don't, you know, we're not going to hold our heads down. We're going to go out there and get ready for our, um, our opponent. So, Derek, 48 and 18 at this point. Is this about what you thought this team was capable of? And on addition, in addition to that, do you think this team is capable of going deep into the playoffs, contending for a title for real? No, I think we can definitely make a deep run in the playoffs, and I think we can continue to get better, um, especially on the defensive end and on the, and on the offensive end. Now, I think we haven't reached our full potential yet. And um, – Especially when Mike comes back, when when Donovan comes back, you know I think we'll be a scary team in the playoffs to play against. You saw. Let, let me follow that up because you saw Donovan Mitchell as a younger player. You saw a lot of these guys as younger players. Has their progress surprised you a little bit? What do you What do you make? How do you evaluate what you see on your team amongst guys like Donovan Mitchell and other younger players? Um, you know, with Donovan, I mean he's. He's an uh, offensive talent, man, probably one of the most talented offensive players in, in the league. And, you know, some of the differences that I see from him this year is that, you know, he's looking to pass more. You know, he, he's understanding once he, you know, break into the paint and collapse the defense, he know that, you know, I got to get off up and then find the open guy. I've done my job. I got two guys on me. You know, I'm kicking it out to, to Bojan or Joe or Mike for the three or, you know, getting in the paint and throwing the lob to Rudy. Or, you know, he, he's also a, a, a great finisher, too. So I think the game is slowing down for him, and he's starting to pick his spots, when to attack, when to get other guys involved. And he's also improved a lot on the defensive end, too, just being focused, being locked in, wanting to guard the other team's best player when, when worse not in the game, and also just communicating. So I think just overall he's, he's become a better player throughout the years, and he just continued to get better. And not only him, just all the young players. I think all the other guys on the team kind of see him and see how he's leading the team and see all the little things that he's doing. He's committed to the defensive end, committed again. No other guys involved in the game before he kind of takes over and do his thing. And, no guys just follow that lead. The Nuggets have won 10 of 12 since Jamal Murray had that awful injury, which we all felt bad for for him and the Nuggets. You want to see a team like that, any team at full strength. 
But I was I'm I personally am surprised. I didn't think they'd be awful without Jamal, but I thought it would make a bigger difference. You guys have Denver in town tomorrow night. What do you make of guarding and uh, playing against a guy like Nikola Jokic? I mean, Denver's a, a good team overall. You know, with um, with Jamal Murray, they're a great team. Without him, they're still a great team. You know, they got a lot of good pieces on their team offensively. And, you know, for Jokic, man, he's a – I mean, he's having a great year this year. He's a, he's a tough cover because he can, he can shoot the three ball. He can put it on the floor. He's, you know, a really good passer. Um – you know, he's a good player. He's a tough matchup for anybody in the league. So I think it'll be a good a good matchup for us tomorrow just to see where we at, see what we need to work on because we're going to face stretch bigs in the playoffs. We're going to face teams like Denver in the playoffs. So it's a good test for us to see where we where we at, what we need to work on, and um, just, like I say, just continue to get better. Derek, you talked earlier about taking care of your body and and uh, just uh, learning lessons as you go. I've always wanted to ask an NBA player this, and I don't think I ever have. But what do you eat? I mean, do you do you have to? I mean, do you evaluate everything you put into your body in that regard? And uh, so, yeah, what do you choose? I mean, you have to. If you want to play at a high level for a long time. You have to kind of take care of your body and kind of you know watch what you eat, watch what you put in your body. Uh, for me, I try to eat. I try to eat healthy as, as best as I can. I mean, I'm not the, the best eater all the time, but you know, I try to. I try to stay on the healthier side. Make sure I hydrate. Make sure I eat a lot of greens, vegetables, fruits, all that kind of good stuff. Um, and I try to mix it up sometimes. I stay away from junk food, fast food. I stay away from that kind of stuff. Kind of slows you down, slow down your your recovery. And I try to stick to more. Like I say, just greens and, and, and fruits and, and make sure I'm hydrated. And it, I mean, it's pretty simple once you, you know, dedicated to it. It's, it's pretty simple. You get used to it. The the team has dedicated uh, chef and is it, well, I forget, I forget the, the, the fellow's name, but how is that stuff, the, the availability, the, the accessibility to different things, like a chef, like a, a personalized coach, and, a nutritionist, yeah. how has that changed since when you first got to the Jazz? No, it, it's huge. I'm um, Anthony, our chef, no, he Anthony, does a great job. Yeah. yeah, he does a great job of just making sure guys are fueled up before the games, after games, before practice, after practice, making sure we, you know, putting the right stuff into our bodies. Um, even on the road, he's there with us. Um, giving us great options to eat um, the night before the game and after the game. So, I mean, he, he just does a great job on the nutrition side of everything. And um, I think that plays a big part in why a lot of guys just been healthy this year, not been injured. And- so, Derek, since we've uh, promoted you to principal of the team, essentially, who who on the team do you have to keep in line? You know, the long law, long arm of the law, Derek Favors law. <laughs> Derek, you with us? It sounds like. Are you there, buddy? Yeah, yeah I'm here. I'm okay, here. we got the kid all of a sudden. Uh, it sounded like the Bluetooth like switched. Or that happens with me and my wife. We'll pull in the driveway, and suddenly, who I'm talking to is hearing my wife in the other car or something. So, is there a player you Uh-oh. need to keep in line, Derek, uh, on the team? Um. <laughs> no, I keep I keep Rudy in line. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> No, yeah, I keep him alive. He's um, he, he's a great guy, man. He works hard every day. We might we might have to wrap this up. 
Uh, lost him, I think. Might have to wrap this up with Derek. Uh, you Fave, know, if you can hear us, Fave, thank you so much for the time. You were generous to come on, and uh, good luck tomorrow against Denver. We've talked about this about Derek in the past, uh, how he has matured as a person and a player uh, right in front of fans here. Uh, he's, he, I mean, I think he has carries a lot of weight on that team and that the, his teammates respect him. And listen to what he has to say. And, and I think the fans pick up on that. If you look over the, the history of this franchise, you can't tell the story of this franchise without Derek Favors. Not just because he's a good player or whatever, but that pivotal year where the, the end of the Darren Williams era ended and Derek Favors came to Utah. Uh, Kevin O'Connor was still the, the GM. And, and, of course, the Millers were still the owners and, and or the majority owners, the main owners. And I remember all these stories. I wasn't there that day. I don't know if you were, but I guess he just walked into practice with a grocery sack with a change of clothes as this 19-year-old kid from New Jersey where he had all this promise with the Nets and they had drafted him way early in the lottery and then he's traded at the mid-year point. Where he was there to now, just as a person, has got to be one of the uh, biggest evolutions I've ever witnessed. Well, I mean, think about how where you were at the age of 19 versus uh, later on. I uh, was much more mature then, actually. Were you really? I mean, I had dreams and goals and aspirations, and now I'm here with you. So. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, I think Derek Favors is, is he's, a, he's a grown adult mm. who uh, knows how to live life and knows how to help his teammates and knows how to have the right attitude. He wants to play more. You can tell. You know, you can hear it in his voice. Well, that's good. Which is what yeah. you want, yeah. yeah. But, uh, he, it, you know, he's going to fill the role that's available to him that he thinks is best for the overall uh, outlook of the team. And 48 and 18 ain't bad. Not bad at all. And I, I'm glad that he uh, – I'm glad I asked about Yudoka Azabuki and he because I think Derek Favors in particular – can be a really good mentor type for a young rookie like uh, Udoka who plays that same position. Yeah. Favors for a long time didn't want to be called a center, but that's what he's playing now. And I think that uh, with the right seasoning and the right mentorship, Azabuki could be something very soon for the Utah Jazz that's very useful. I'm not as convinced as you are. Why is that? I, just, I remember uh, you and Jake going back and forth yeah, about that. I, I need to see more. I, I, I'm not saying it can't happen. I just, I just... I'm not totally convinced. Because hmm, I see a, a raw athletic freak who just needs some polishing and some coaching. Well, uh, yeah, I'm not sure I see the same freak that you do. But, uh, you know, I, 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 it's not like I'm sitting here going, ah, nah, what was that all about? Uh, no, I think he could be really good, but I don't know. I need to see more. I'll just leave it like that. And I think that's a fair assessment. Okay. 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. There's your Utah Jazz Insider Report brought to you each and every Thursday by Cypress Credit Union. Of course, thanks to Derek Favors for providing that today. For a limited time, only get a free Utah Jazz signed Joe Ingles jersey when you open a new dream checking account with direct deposit at Cypress Credit Union. Cypress Credit Union, your future is our future. Out to the zone phone. We'll uh, get there with Andrew Reinhardt in just a moment here, uh, checking with uh, the Wasatch Medical Clinic people. Gordon, while we wait to get uh, Andrew on the line, uh, Conley and Go, or excuse me, Conley and Mitchell both listed out tomorrow against the Nuggets. As is Juwan Morgan. He's got a uh, right heel soreness. 
but Udoka Azubuki is listed as probable. They, the Jazz are going to drag anchor on those guys' return, you know. And I'm not saying that they're doing anything uh, out of line. Uh, I just think they are going to uh, just nurse this through, quite literally, until those guys are 100%. And I don't know how many guys are 100% at this point in time in the season. Yeah, the, the back of the bench, maybe. But, uh, everyone but those else guys, is, they'll yeah. they'll do everything they can. And you brought it up yesterday. I think the hamstring is just kind of a weird thing. Yeah. You know, and it, it, so I, I don't know, uh, and I presume that the trainers and doctors know when the time is okay for, for that to be up to NBA rigors. But uh, nobody's rushing anything. Speaking of uh, doctors knowing if things are up to – Riggers or not, Wasatch <laughs> Medical Clinic, Andrew Reinhardt is with us now, 801-901-8000. Uh, how often do you have fellas come into the clinic there, uh, Andrew, and the doctor has to break the news to them and they're shocked? <laughs> well, generally when they come into the clinic, they already know they have a little bit of an issue. I think that the big shocking thing is when guys come in, they realize how normal this is. And sometimes a guy with ED... He thinks he's the only one. He thinks he's too young. Um, You know, it shouldn't be happening. But so many guys struggle in the bedroom. And a lot of the erectile dysfunction, in fact, most of it, uh, goes back to damaged blood vessels. Probably the American lifestyle is not helping us. Uh, Blood vessels get clogged up. They shrivel. They die. Restricted blood flow. We go in and repair them with pulsating acoustic waves gentle and non-invasive and over about two to three weeks we can get rid of the ed improve the frequency in the bedroom and my favorite part is we do it without the pills and i I love that you guys are fixing the physical problem but i think you're actually the 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 hero the yeoman's work is fixing the mental side of this the strain on the relationship strain on self-confidence that really feeds the rest of our health uh, t- t- people have this stigma about ED, and it's actually pretty common out there, isn't it? Yeah, and I could talk for hours about the pressure that a man is under, and and uh, probably his significant other. You know, they're feeling the pressure as well. This impacts the couple, and the man is trying to pre-plan and stress about it and take the pill and feels like less of a man, and it damages his ego and uh, leads to levels of depression. I mean, there's so many things. We want to get this fixed. We've seen these treatments be described as life-changing. I believe if you're struggling with ED, this treatment can work for you and is a great alternative to the pills. So 801-901-8000 or wasatchmedicalclinic.com, and you got, you're giving the assessment for free? The assessment is free, yes. The exam, the blood flow ultrasound, uh, and that gift that's been very popular that produces immediate results in the bedroom. You can come take a lot of free, no obligation to do the treatments at all. You do get 300 bucks off right now on the treatments, by the way. 300 bucks off. 801-901-8000, WasatchMedicalClinic.com. Thanks, Andrew. Thank you, guys. We'll get more of the big show up next. Uh, Tell you about uh, something later in the the hour. It's Austin's airing of grievances. And uh, our thanks to Derek Favors for a good moment uh, the last 20 minutes or so. It's the big show right here on The Zone. 
is it? It's half past the hour and time to talk Utah Jazz. Oh, Donovan! This is your Jazz at 30 update presented by Syringa Networks. Working from home or with a hybrid workforce? Get a powerful IT partner with Syringa Networks. Call 385-420-7881 or visit syringanetworks.net. Ring the 30-point bell. Derek Favors just joined the big show last segment and talked about the importance or the, the improvement that Donovan Mitchell has shown specifically this year in his passing. Derek Favors talked about Donovan Mitchell improving his passing this year. Joe Ingles talked about just how important it is to have a good passing game as a team. If we want to be a good team, we want to obviously help our, our teammates out by passing the ball well for, for me to get Donovan a shot and and again it goes back to a little bit of that is like the, the time that you have to actually shoot the ball like if you get a bad pass it could affect you actually being able to catch and shoot the ball we've got we got guys that catch and shoot the ball at a, a really high level I don't know how, what percentage anyone shoots or anything but I know for a fact the way we shoot the ball at practice and in games like we've got a team that can, can shoot the ball at a high clip so if we throw strikes then we we're actually like we're obviously about to be able to shoot the ball and, and make the make the shot. That's a snippet from the Joe Ingles show with DJ and PK this morning. Check it out at 1280thezone.com. Jazz Nuggets, 6 o'clock pregame, 7 o'clock tip-off tomorrow here on The Zone. This update and all updates brought to you by Syringa Networks. Utah's highest rated, most listened to sports radio afternoon show. I grind every day just so I can live a better life. This is The Big Show, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Thanks again to Cypress Credit Union for sponsoring Thursday's Utah Jazz Insider Report. Derek Favors was great if you missed it. We'll replay it in the 6 o'clock hour. We'll also get it up online at 1280thezone.com. For a limited time only, get a free Utah Jazz signed Joe Ingles jersey when you open a new dream checking account with direct deposit at Cypress Credit Union. Cypress Credit Union, your future is our future. Gordon Monson there, Austin Horton here. Eric Jensen producing for us this week, doing a fine, fantastic job, and uh, excited to play a little sound that he discovered uh, later in the show that was really funny to me. But Gordon, uh, we had... By the way, how would you rate Eric's performance sitting over in your seat uh, while you're over here? Give me a scale. I can't... What, what do you mean? Zero how would I... ten. Ten being best. Uh, I would give him a six. <laughs> Fair. Tough, but fair. So, but see, here's the problem. My reign as a show host will end tomorrow, and then I want to go back to having a job still. Uh-huh. So I can't say he's doing a 10. Oh, so, you're, so you have methodology here. And if I say, even if I back it off a little and say it's an 8, well, then I better be an 8 on Monday. So, But if I say 6, then I can, I can mail it in some days and be like, well, hey, I'm still at least on the same level as Eric. That's why they pay him the big bucks, folks. 
Yeah. All, always uh, positioning one way or the other. <laughs> you got to be careful. You keep your uh, friends close, but your enemies closer. That's the, <laughs> the whole mantra. We were going to play a soundbite from Kurt Healing here, uh, but if you missed Kurt Healing with Hanson Scotty, go to 1280thezone.com. He's great each and every week with them talking all things NBA. Gordon, I wanted to talk to you about uh, this situation in the uh, NHL. That is getting worse and worse. <laughs> what 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 problem is uh, gnawing at you now? You are going to change your mind on this, <laughs> okay? Because we'll it's getting to the point where everything you say, it, it's just it's there's there's so much evidence going against your belief that at some point here, I'm thinking in this segment, you're going to be like, well, that may have been true once upon a time. It's no longer well, true. See, I, I well, here's my problem. You, I think you misinterpret what I'm saying. Okay, so we're, we're doing what. <laughs> Uh, we're, we're talking past each other on this because I think we're closer to agreement than than it seems. Well, let me talk directly at you. A good Christian <laughs> believes that violence is never the answer. No, I'm just kidding. But uh, the NHL, Gordon, if I misinterpret or mis uh, misrepresent your point here, you believe that some skirmishes, some brouhaha's, some fisticuffs, even in hockey is allowed and uh, is actually good for the game because it keeps people from slicing each other's necks in the back alley after the game. Because it's so difficult to to control all of that, uh, sometimes the players have to have some uh, some license to keep the game clean. Uh-huh. Because if you don't, then there's going to be all kinds of nasty stick work going on out there. And you don't want I see. that. No, you certainly wouldn't want a, a hockey stick to hit you in the pads. That would be, or the helmet. That would be a terrible thing to have happen. All right, what's the latest on the story? <laughs> Tom Wilson mm-hmm. of the Capitals, who I swear is a hitman in the offseason, <laughs> uh, let alone during the season. That's he, quite, that's quite an accusation. He, <laughs> tell me I'm wrong. He got a $5,000 fine, as we talked about yesterday, for head slamming a Rangers player. Uh-huh. Well, last night the game started and there was a five on five fight team. Yeah, between the Capitals and Rangers. And during the game, uh, Bushnevik of the Rangers slashed with a stick out of retaliation because the Rangers were very, very upset, rightfully so, at NHL for really essentially doing nothing to Tom Wilson. Uh They were fined $250,000 as an organization for calling out the player safety guy by name. Uh So Bushnevik slashes, and he got a a one-game suspension today from the NHL. So against the Capitals, uh-huh. it all started, by the way, when uh, Tom Wilson, Bushnevik was down in the crease and Tom Wilson punched him while he was <laughs> laying down doing nothing. That's what started this whole thing. Uh-huh. So then last night, Bushnevik slashes with the stick. That's a, that's a two-minute penalty. <laughs> Instead, he gets a one-game suspension. The Rangers are fined $250,000. And guess who's none the worse for the wear, Tom Wilson? Well, okay. So, so your argument again so is okay, what? So let me back up. I think the NHL should have taken a stronger stand against Wilson to begin with. Now, they were limited by some bylaws, right? The CBA says because it was not a – it's the different level of penalty in the game that he was assessed. So the official maybe should have given him a stronger penalty then. But the official did not have the benefit of the video that the NHL has. 
Yeah. Right? Because uh-huh. honestly, way, we agree on that point. The that NHL he should have been should punished. Have taken yeah. stronger action. Yes. Regard- and if there's a rule in place, then get rid of that rule. You got to change this. You got to punish a player for that kind of behavior. Sure. So that much we agree on. So you're not that crazy of a person. Okay. All right. <laughs> that much I agree with. But. I don't like just uh, sort of buffoonery out there or just goons out there hitting each other. I don't like that. But there are things within the game because because in most sports you don't have that kind of speed and you don't have each player with a weapon in his hand. <laughs> a weapon. Well, it is. They're not. They don't have six shooters on their no, hips. No, no, but they have those sticks, and those sticks can do a lot of damage. A baseball player has a bat. Yeah, but they're not. He's not running into people. Okay. He's Good not point. affecting play that way. And in hockey, if you don't allow a player, if you don't allow the players to keep it clean somehow, then that stick work is going to get nasty. <laughs> okay. So where do you draw the line then? You're okay with two guys squaring off and punching each other's faces in? <laughs> or are we backing it up from there a little now? Because we just saw a man slam another human being's head yeah, through that, the that, ice that, floor. That should never happen. And then the NHL said, ah, $5,000. Get back out <laughs> there, son. Said, ah, a collective ah. They probably went, whew, look at this going viral. People care about hockey again well, all the, of a sudden. The strange thing about it is, and it is disappointing at times going to hockey games and seeing people rise to their feet when they see a fight. You know, like that's like that's the draw. Yeah. I, I don't like that because it is a beautiful sport. It's a beautiful game. And you don't want to lose the physicality of hockey. No, no, yeah. no. I, but but I don't have a problem with justified uh, enforcement. <laughs> <laughs> Was this a, an Eastwood movie? What are we talking about here? Forgive <laughs> Got nothing to do with it. All right. Uh, wow. <laughs> so I didn't get you to change your mind, but it sounds like you're slowly inching no, towards no, no, changing no, no, your no. mind. No, 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 no. I think we Luke Robitaille mis- sat in this chair, we- looked you in the eye, and said, fighting is bad for hockey. <laughs> Luke bleeping Robitaille. Yeah, but, you know, I, I've talked to other hockey players, and me being a Better than Luke Robitaille? <laughs> Uh, Bill Puxley did not tell you anything better than Luke Robitaille. Uh, well, there is the fact that I grew up within the shadow of the uh, Broad Street Boys <laughs> back in the seventies. So, but uh, but I uh, I've talked to so many hockey experts who say you you've got to let the players keep the game clean, and it actually does keep it uh, more. Clean. It's just a temper sometimes spill over into. Abject aggression. <laughs> this is why when I uh, when someone takes my usual seat in sacrament meeting, I just give them a forearm shiver in between uh, in the hallway, and then you know what they don't do the next Sunday. Ridiculous. You might try that. little self policing. That's you defund Monson over here. <laughs> Austin takes Sister Jones out. <laughs> you know what Sister Jones won't do next week? Sit in that pew. <laughs> Join Hanson Scotty tomorrow from 10 to 2 at the Warehouse, 1825 South, 300 West in Salt Lake. Price is so low, it'll blow your mind. Austin's airing of grievances next here on The Big Show. Sister Jones will fall asleep. Seven 97.5, 12.80 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. If you missed Derek Favor, stay tuned. We'll replay that in the 6 o'clock hour, and it'll be up at 12.80 The Zone 
Com. But Gordon, it is Thursday, it is 5.50, and it's time for me to yell and scream about <laughs> things that ultimately probably don't matter. I can't wait. Go ahead, Eric. There isn't much that makes Austin Horton angry. Wait, who are we kidding? Almost everything makes Austin upset. This is Austin's airing of grievances. The tradition begins with the airing of grievances. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Gordon, do you know the, uh, I don't even know what genre of music this is, but Daft Punk? You've heard yes, of Daft Punk. I have, yeah. They did that real popular song from a few years ago. How does it go? Oh, I can't see. <laughs> you know the one I'm talking Eric, you know the one I'm talking There's a about. lot of technical uh, sounds with Daft yeah, Punk. Yeah, was it Dubstep? Is that what it is? With Pharrell Williams or whatever his Oh, uh, Get Lucky. Yeah. Yeah, with Pharrell Williams. Yeah. yeah. Uh, not Farrell Williams. He's not a Pharrell. alley cat. How do you say? <laughs> <laughs> He's a Farrell Williams. No, uh, Daft Daft Punk. They are an award-winning uh, group from France. Don't they dress up like robots or something? They have been known to wear robotic kind of uh, spaceman type helmets. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, after 28 years of bringing their unique brand of French house music to the world, Daft Punk has called it quits this year. Have they now? Well, it, and that's fine and dandy, whatever. I'd say they were never really my, my favorite thing. They did a lot of sampling in their music where oh. they would take from other artists and sure. build thereon. Well, there's a big problem right now because a man by the name of Eddie Johns, he's a uh, refugee, a homeless man in L.A. from uh, Liberia. He claims that uh, Daft Punk's song... More Spell on You is his song that they ripped off after hearing him perform it on the street. Oh, wow. So much, there's so, and usually you go, okay, well, how are you going to prove that? Well, someone asked Daft Punk about this and they said, oh, yeah, we've been paying him royalties all these years for using that song. So then they went back to this Eddie Johns and said, they say they're paying you royalties. He turned over his financial records. He's never seen a penny really? from Daft Punk. They went back to Daft Punk, and Daft Punk said, well, here's our records from our accountant, and the money's going somewhere, and now the accountant can't be found for comment. Oh, that's just wonderful. So this poor man, Eddie Johns, a, a, a refugee a homeless man in L.A. from Liberia, writes this incredible song, happens to have Daft Punk see him play it out on the street, they sample cool, it. Actually. Yeah, that's really cool. They sample it and have and think for years, at least according to their story, they think for years they've been paying this guy royalties, and meanwhile he's homeless, not getting a penny. This is beyond egregious oh, to me. Yes, this is uh, you hit a good one. This yeah. is gross, is yeah. what it is. It makes that, me sick. Uh, yeah, exactly. I hope he gets uh, everything that's due to him somehow, but. It sounds, at least it appears right now that someone's been cooking the books a little and he may not ever get any of that money. Oh, he sure, but I mean, they should take it away from the accountant. Well, what if he, it, these types of people that do that usually are laundering the money elsewhere and they still don't have any money, you know? So I hope it works out, but really bothered me when I read yeah. that. 
All right, uh, before we wrap up the 5 o'clock hour, let's get out to Andrew Reinhardt of Wasatch Medical Clinic for one uh, one more uh, hit here on the show today. 801-901-8000. You get the assessment for free, the blood flow work, the ultrasound there. And what is it all for? It's a permanent uh, fix for ED, Andrew. Isn't that right? Well, this acoustic wave therapy really is, that's the big difference, is it's trying to fix the problem, not maybe treat the symptoms like the pill. If anybody's out there and things aren't going so hot in the bedroom, uh, a little bit of ED, maybe it's mild, maybe it's moderate, but it's not headed in a good direction. This acoustic wave therapy that we use at Wasatch Medical, the two most advanced forms, I don't know how you can get more science behind something. Over 40 clinical studies showing it's safe, it's pretty quick, two to three weeks. Uh, It has a high success rate, more blood vessels, wider blood vessels. That's a great thing for guys in the bedroom. I liked how you put it a couple uh, weeks ago when you joined the show, Andrew. It's the manly thing to do is actually to get this taken care of. Yep, and that's the opposite of what happens in so many cases. Guys, uh, I think they go into denial. I assume that's what's happening. They're embarrassed, and the relationship starts to suffer. And when we see the spouses call us, that's when I know we got kind of an, a stigma problem because they're calling saying, how do I talk to them about it? What, what do I do? And I actually think that is a good sign if the partner's interested. It's a compliment to the relationship, and yes, the manly thing is to get the ED taken care of. How much money are we talking about saving by you guys giving away this assessment for free? It's definitely hundreds of dollars in value. Uh, the doctor will spend some time with you. He'll go through your medical history. He'll do a blood flow ultrasound. Uh, no charge. And you can, by the way, say, I hate you guys and I'll never come back <laughs> and take the free. That's no problem. And you also get the little gift that produces immediate results in the bedroom as well. 801-901-8000 or wasatchmedicalclinic.com. Andrew, thanks as always. Fun to have you. Really appreciate you guys. Thanks so much for today. Wasatchmedicalclinic.com, 801-901-8000. More of The Big Show up next here on The Zone. Wrapping up a Thursday edition of The Big Show. I'm Austin Horton. It's been fun to be here with Gordon Monson. You got the bees right around the corner on 1280 AM. The movie zone right around the corner on 97.5 FM. Your night's taken care of, Gordon. You have a plethora of choices. Yeah, uh, I, I will not tell you that I'll have the bees in my <laughs> ear while I host the movie zone next, but I tell you I won't either. So. Won't you? But aren't you eager to see some baseball in Salt Lake City? Oh, man. Yeah. It yeah. feels good to just have that option. Yeah, especially on a day like today. It's gorgeous. Yeah. Gorgeous day to bring baseball back. I'm not, I'm not really into being cold at a baseball game. No, uh, that's not your favorite because, thing? Because as a former baseball player, I love it. you know, I, I used to hate playing in cold weather. I was a warm weather guy. Sounds like a baseball you know? player. <laughs> <laughs> but to be sit in the stands and, and, and be cold. Once once the, the real good weather uh, sets in here, is there a better thing to do than go watch a bees game? No, and, and it's for any age, honestly. Yeah. And look, we're I don't want to sound like we're shilling for the B 
threes here and being, but as we're telling the truth. No, that's it's good. an incredible. And, experience. and I don't even care what the score is. Nah, right, right. You know, right. I mean, I like think about this. If you want to get to know some friends, say some uh, a, a new neighbor moved in and you li- and you seem to like them, go as couples out to the ballpark and sit around and watch some baseball. And enjoy the beautiful weather here and enjoy uh, getting to know one another better. I still think going to a Bees game is a great first date. Uh, you say baseball games is a good first date. Yeah. Until you disagree. You... No, I, I don't know. I'm not, I don't disagree as strongly as Jake does with that take. Uh, I think that it's a dangerous choice for a first date. <laughs> what, 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 what's, what's the date? What if it's a terrible date? Well, then, what then, if, what if they then, have then zero you watch personality? Baseball game. Yeah, okay, with a stranger that you have nothing in common with? That'll be not well, awkward. Well, you have nothing in common with How long do we have? Ask them Six out? more innings. <laughs> and without a time clock, that's, it might be a 12-hour date. Well, you don't have to stay for the whole game if it's gone real south. See, the good th- that's a good second or third date. I think it's a good date idea. I would say second or third date because then you know... You, you can hang out with this person. Yeah but, yeah, but on a first date, you can find out whether it's worth pursuing from that point. That's because, why, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's all in the energy in your mind. Well, that's you why know, a first date should be short. It should. <laughs> a first date should last no longer than 90 minutes. I'm serious. <laughs> 90 minutes? 90 minutes. What, do you have a set of an alarm yep, clock? You, you sit down with the chess <laughs> clock and you, at the coffee table, and you hit the chess clock and say, You're all, the meter's running. <laughs> <laughs> Ninety That's minutes it. tops for a first date. You're in the date. middle of a beautiful conversation. Well, you want to leave. See ya. You, if it goes well, you want to leave them wanting more. You see, if you give them three hours, they might decide. Now that's enough of that fella. <laughs> but if you give them ninety so, minutes, they might think so I'll go hence, another ninety. Hence the danger factor. Yes. Yeah, at the baseball game. Yeah, yeah you think that uh, you might be exposed. <laughs> well, <laughs> being the bore you are. I don't are. know if I, I. I would also advise against being exposed on a first date, <laughs> or especially out in public at the bees game. <laughs> Smith's Ballpark over on twelve eighty a.m. Steve Clowkey with the call. The movie's going up next on the FM side, and then it'll join the bees game in progress on the uh, AM side. Gordon, thanks again. Fun uh, day. All good. Thanks. Awesome. Thanks to Derek Favors, Sam Amick, Tim Lacombe, for Eric Jensen behind the glass, and Gordon Monson here in front of. I'm Austin Horton. We'll be back tomorrow with The Big Show.